Jesus, I'm in chatty form today. Holy fuck. I'm after giving uh, my views on racism to a degree, on uh, bigotry also. They're there about the same thing. Abortion. And I thought to myself, why not give euthanasia a rattle? So here goes with my thoughts on euthanasia. Again, like abortion and like most, if not all things, my opinion has already been made for me to a degree by another opinion that I hold. The opinion that things shouldn't be banned. And I didn't go into that in as much detail as, as I might now in when I spoke about abortion. This idea of banning things, I don't think that our government, or indeed any government, or anyone, or anything, or any party, or being, or, or, or anything, has the right to tell me, or anybody else, what we can and cannot do. Now, laws are essential for our for a peaceful society, say. It can't be, you know, the the biggest guy with the biggest club that, you know, rules the community. I mean, someone like me with a, a martial arts background, a penchant for violence and a high-powered rifle could control a lot of people. And there are people that would control a lot of people if they were allowed, basically. So there are laws that protect people. And so, right, there should be. But those laws are based on the idea that you're harming... Those laws are there in place to protect people from harm. Those laws shouldn't be there to protect yourself from what someone else deems as self-harm. You can buy as much whiskey as you like and drink yourself into oblivion and there's no law against that nor should there be. I don't see why we make exceptions for cannabis, heroin, ecstasy, LSD or any drug for that matter. And I don't see why something like euthanasia would be deemed... I don't even know what it's deemed. It Well, illegal is how it's deemed. And again, I, I don't know why. And I, I can only assume it's organised religion meddling in our society yet again. This idea that only God gets to choose who lives and dies. Okay, who's God? Oh, your God. Ah, I see, now, your God. But what about all the Muslims living in this country? What about all the Jewish people? What about all the fucking Amish? What about the Protestants? What about the Catholics? Oh, but this is a Catholic country, is it? Okay, right, sorry. So what, fuck all those other religions? And what about atheists? Oh, we're worse than the lot, are we? Hardly. 
So I don't see how anybody has the right ever to tell me or anybody else for that matter what we can and cannot do. Provided, of course, it doesn't negatively impact somebody else and therefore break a law. But euthanasia, or mercy killing as it's called, and just to outline that to somebody who's never heard the term euthanasia or heard the term mercy killing, the idea of euthanasia is that you can decide yourself or your family can decide on your behalf, say, if you're completely, totally and utterly incapacitated. And what I mean by that is you can't speak, you can't swallow, you can't move, you're essentially a vegetable. That's a, a kind of a... I suppose a horrible term now that I've said it out loud, but it's it's the term given to somebody who can't, you know, breathe or eat or drink or be, essentially. And I don't mean to be overly flippant on this matter because it's a fucking... It's a, it's a dark topic. The idea that you would allow yourself or, or somebody close to you, it could be a parent, it could be a fucking child, Jesus, who is needlessly suffering given that due to their condition, due to their incurable condition set, their unwinnable situation, they're going to spend whatever time that they've left in agony or in a vegetative state. And in Ireland, euthanasia or mercy killing is illegal for some reason. Why I actually, I genuinely don't know. As I said, I can only assume it's due to organized religions meddling in the situation. But you wouldn't see a dog suffer needlessly. And I don't mean to compare humans to dogs, but you'd have mercy on a dog and you'd send him to the vet and the, the vet would give him, you know, an injection or I don't know if if, if gas is used or, or what, what, the, what the best form is. Presumably with humans, lethal injection is presumably an option. Drinking something, drinking a, a poison of sorts would be another one. And then maybe wearing a, almost like, a, like an oxygen mask that would deliver some sort of toxic chemical or, or substance that would... And the, the idea of these, these methods is that the, the person who wishes to die can go peacefully on their own terms. It's legal in, I don't know what percentage of, of countries worldwide, I know it, it is legal in, in places that what I'm talking about here isn't some new off-the-wall idea. It's existed for millennia across cultures. Oftentimes, elderly people in certain tribes 
will indeed take their own life or ask that they be killed because they appreciate that they no longer have a net benefit effect on their society or their their tribe or their people or whatever they want to call it. They appreciate that their time is up and it's time for them to shuffle off this mortal coil and either cease to exist or move on to the next life or the next stage depending on their beliefs. But how anybody in this country, in Ireland, how anybody in this country can decide whether or not you get to do that either for yourself or for a loved one, how they can make that decision for you ahead of time, how anybody can live with themselves is beyond me, or how anybody can justify making that decision for you, which is effectively what they do by taking that decision away from you, as is the case with abortion. Now people will say, oh, but you'd have kids killing their elderly parents to get their money. And I'm not for legalizing any such actions. There would have to be protocol. Maybe if it was only allowed if the person who was, whose life was going to be ended by the euthanasia was, had given consent when they were of, say, sound mind and body. So if you're in sound mind and body enough that you can get a mortgage, say, or write your last will and testament, surely you have the choice of whether or not you can live or die. Now, euthanasia is often also referred to as assisted suicide because I think quite typically what can happen is the person who is opting for the euthanasia or the family that's opting for the euthanasia on behalf of the incapacitated person literally aren't capable of taking their own lives because they've lost the use of their limbs, say, or even their ability to swallow. So even if you were to hold whatever concoction that if they drank would end their lives they literally don't have the capacity to swallow the fucking thing in the first place so as I say my thoughts on whether or not euthanasia should be allowed or should be legal or decriminalised or whatever way you want to phrase it my decision to a certain degree has already been made for me because of this idea that I don't think things should be banned and it's not that I don't think things should be banned per se it's more that I don't think that other people should have the right to make decisions on your behalf. This idea that, you know, we know better. Who the fuck do you think you are? Like, how can you have that opinion and not see the the flaw in it? And again, this is my opinion. If I'm missing something, or if you've got a better argument, and your argument doesn't consist of, it'll make the baby Jesus cry, or that it's against the Bible or against the Quran or whatever book it is that you worship for whatever reason if you have an actual argument based on logic and reason and rationality and maybe empathy and maybe a whole host of other different things that I haven't mentioned but if you have what I would call a genuine argument and not just dogmatic 
preachings laid down to you by your parents or by your priest or whoever the hell gave you your opinion in the first place. If you've something to add to what I've said, I'm off the lead at gmail.com. I am genuinely open and more than willing and able to have my opinion changed on this matter and all sorts of matters. Quick look at the time, moment, 12 minutes. I may as well squeeze in prostitution while I'm at it. Should prostitution be legal? Is one way to phrase the question. But again, another way would be who has the right to tell a man or a woman what they can and can't do? You might say the law. The law of the land or judges or the guards or the police or or whatever. Lawmakers, the government. And I'm not opposed to laws. I'm not opposed to a, a justice system. Because these are in place to protect citizens. Citizens like you and me. And more to the point, I was going to say weaker citizens, but weaker is a kind of a derogatory term. Maybe less able-bodied or able-minded people. People who aren't as physically or as mentally strong as me and people who could be pushed over and pushed around and coerced. We need laws to protect people, but not to protect people from themselves. That's too much meddling, that's overstepping your boundaries, that's going too far. That's having far too high an opinion of yourself. We should be free and autonomous beings, able to essentially do as we please, provided we're not causing harm to somebody else, knowingly or otherwise. A counter-argument to prostitution that you'll often hear is, oh, women will be abused and women will be forced to do things they don't want to do and such. Women will be taken advantage of. Human trafficking will happen. But that's where the laws come in. If you're pimp, for want of a better term, your employer as a, as a prostitute or a sex worker or whatever the appropriate term is, if they're abusing you, you should be able to take them to the small claims court or whatever the, whatever the procedure is when your employer mistreats you. We have human trafficking laws anti-human trafficking laws, should I say. And rightly so, because that's taking advantage of people. So employment law would apply to prostitution like any other. But again, my my decision on whether whether or not I would uh, frequent a brothel or pay a prostitute for sex, I never have, and I, I 
don't think I ever will. I might have, if it had have been legal. Who knows? But that was a decision that I would have had to make for myself and I would have had to live with the consequences of having made that decision. And how dare anybody try and steal that from me? Because what? Because they know better. Fuck you. Who are you to say you know better? Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe I'm not. Maybe this is the first time you've heard anybody speak in these terms. If it is, I'd very much like to hear from you. Because it might give me some insight into the somewhat sheltered life that you may have had. Like, have the last two or three episodes that I've released today blown your fucking mind? Or are you just fucking rolling your eyes and yawning, being bored to tears from hearing the same old tired argument that I'm putting forward be very interested to hear if what I'm saying is is new or old or in any way shape or form different or just the the, the same old thing very interested to know I'm off the lead at gmail.com maybe you'd like to discuss one or all of these topics at length maybe you could have an hour long conversation with me about it Maybe two, maybe three, maybe four. Maybe you know somebody who who would be good at these conversations. Maybe, Maybe you know somebody that needs to hear what I'm saying. So maybe you can share it with them. Maybe you can send it on to them. There's what, the last four have been 20 odd minutes there, thereabouts. They're good tasters into what the solo podcasts are like generally, I think. And if you're trying to, for argument's sake, if you know somebody who is, as they call it, pro-life, or as I call it, anti-abortion, or anti-choice, in a very, in a very strict and dogmatic way, and they're not willing to give my 20 minutes a listen then ask yourself, how open, to that, how open to that person's mind being changed are they? Ask yourself. If you've just sat there and kind of shook your head and went, no, 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 you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. Ask yourself this. This is a handy one. This, this is a useful one. I'm trying to think who I'm robbing this from. It could be Stephen Pinker. I'm not sure. Or maybe Michael Shermer. I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But a thing to ask yourself is when you're when you have a hard line of opinion on something. For and I, I'll give the example that Christopher Hitchens gave in relation to evolution. I'm a I wouldn't say believer in evolution. I I, I don't think belief is a a useful. I don't think belief is useful. I think it's it's quite counterproductive, and that's I'll, I'll do a I'll do a solo podcast entirely around my thoughts on on belief. So in relation to evolution, I think evolution is is true. Say I think I think it happened. I understand it relatively well, and it makes sense. I don't believe in it, and I can't think of anything that I think 
to be more true than evolution. I can't think of anything that is backed up by more science than evolution. You often hear people say something like evolution is just a theory. It's not. Evolution is an absolute scientific fact. And not only is it an absolute scientific fact, it's one of the most heavily backed up by hard evidence facts that there are. I can't think of anything else out of a pool of everything that has been nailed home harder than evolution. There are elements of it that are, you know, hotly debated, but generally speaking, how life evolved and that life does evolve isn't up for debate anymore. Certain aspects of it, yeah, look, maybe, but the the main tenets that we have evolved from other species and will evolve given enough time into furthermore species isn't really up for debate anymore. That 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 has been put to bed. That book is essentially closed. Okay, so that's the most scientifically proven fact that I can think of. So maybe it's something else for you. But I'm just going to pick evolution. What would it take? This is what I'm going to ask myself. What would it take for me to question evolution? And Hitchens' answer to that question was, I think it was mammal bones predating the Cambrian explosion. Now, granted, a lot of you listening mightn't have the faintest like fucking idea what that means, but there was a period called the Cambrian. I can't remember how many hundreds of millions of years ago. But pre the Cambrian period, I think that there was only single-celled organisms or very, very primitive life, say. But then there was what's called the Cambrian explosion. And during that period, different species essentially evolved all at the same time, en masse. So you're probably familiar with the idea that the, di- the deeper down you dig, the older or the further back in time you're going. So you dig down deep enough, you go a thousand years, five thousand years, ten thousand years, down to the millions of years. Now that's a very crude way of, of looking at how we date what's underground. But you, you, you get the gist. So basically you get down all the way to the Cambrian explosion where it's full of complex life and then you go deeper or further back in time and none of that exists. If you were to find mammal bones that predated the Cambrian explosion, that would blow open evolution completely. It would turn it upside down and inside out and lay to waste all the quote-unquote hard evidence that had ever been made to prove that evolution was as true as it's been proven today. So that's just an example of something that you could find that would completely, that, that would force us all to re-examine whether or not evolution was true. So if you're as dogmatic about a topic as I am in relation to evolution, ask yourself this, what would it take for you to have your opinion changed? If you can't think of something, that's fair enough. But if your answer is, it doesn't matter, 
no matter what you put forward, I'm always going to think this way, then there's no point in having a discussion with you about anything. Is there? Why would I discuss something with you that you are completely, totally and utterly unwilling to change your views on? All my views, as I've said before, are there's essentially up for grabs. They're there for the taking. If you want to change my mind on something, I fucking implore you. Okay, I've been wrong about things in the past. I am absolutely wrong about a, a certain amount of things that I think to be true right now. It's not as if I've made all the mistakes that I'm going to make and it's plain sailing for the rest of my life. I need to be corrected, as we all do. That's, that's how we're going to fucking progress. That's how we're going to learn. It's how we're going to evolve. It's how we're going to further on this thing that we call humanity and civilization and society and culture. So let's push this fucking whole thing forward, provoke some conversations, initiate some change, and I'll chat to you soon.